0: Thank you for joining me today. Today's podcast is really special to me, and I think you'll even notice me become a little overwhelmed. We did a book launch party and to celebrate the launch of my book, Live the Width of Your Life, and it was so amazing to have friends and mentors and clients and people who are so dear to me and part of my community join me just to talk about the book, to talk about how they're reading it, what they're enjoying, their favorite passages, and just have a discussion on what it means to live intentionally and purposely and how the book has changed them. As someone who has wanted to write a book her entire life and then to actually see it come true, it is amazing. Their words just don't actually explain how you feel. So I hope you join me for this episode. It's a little bit of a love fest because I am quite overwhelmed and overcome with emotion just for the wonderful people in my life. And it's these moments that you never forget and you'll always remember. And I hope you do listen. And if you haven't had an opportunity, check out the book, please do so. The details are in the show notes. Now take a listen. There we go. Thanks, Kat. So I am so excited that you guys are here. I want to thank you. I actually started, I felt myself start to get a little emotional because I'm like, my worlds are all colliding. These people that mean so much to me are all here. And I know it's lunchtime for many of us. And so I appreciate that you guys are choosing to spend it here with me and with this community. And so today I want to celebrate. I want to celebrate us, I want to talk to you about just how much you mean to me that you are reading this book, that you've been on this journey with me forever. So many of you sent encouraging words before, during, and after, and that means so much to me. And I've invited two folks to help me with today's discussion, because I'm sure you don't want to hear just me talking. And so I want to introduce Maruk Imtiaz, who is my coach right now, and she's coming here from Toronto, and Kat Caldwell Myers, who is a dear friend from Chicago. And uh, they're going to help me kind of facilitate our discussion today. My hope is that this is very interactive and we all get to talk about our experience with the book and what it means to us and what we're getting from it. And so I just hope that you guys are comfortable participating. And I do have about four giveaways at the end that I want to give to you guys. And there won't be any favoritism. It'll be all purely random. Cat will pick. <laughs> so, yeah. So thank you guys so much. And so Maruk, do you want to maybe introduce yourself a
1: little bit more as well? For sure. Kat, do you want to do it first and then I can dive in?
2: Okay, sure. Hi, everybody. I'm Kat Caldwell Myers, and it's so good to see you all. I'll be connecting with all of your names for the giveaway. Aneta and I met through I my podcast mentor, Kathy Heller, at a beautiful event this fall on a rooftop. And we told that story in my podcast, mm-hmm. Horses, Mountains and Dogs, and I think I might be on your podcast coming up soon, but yep. I live outside of the Chicago area, I run retreats with horses, I work with people with dogs, spiritually, both virtually and here and I do a lot of health and fitness, bringing all of that together with the animals. So. That's my lifestyle. And I'm so excited to be here. My husband and I have been reading this book every morning together. It's been really <laughs> fun. And I'm going to be asking some of the audience questions. So
1: welcome. Thank you for having me and I'll pass it over. Awesome. Thanks so much, Kat. And honestly, so nice to see everyone here and all of your faces. It just kind of speaks volume of the community you've built in at the, and the mm-hmm. person you are. Like, in the short time that I've worked with you, the one thing that I know is that you pour your heart and soul into everything you do. Mm -hmm. And you always put people at the core and front of everything you do. And this is that kind of, you know, validation that, you know, you're doing the right things and you have such a strong community. So thank you all for being here. Welcome. As Anatha mentioned, I'm a podcast coach. I help people launch grow and you know monetize their podcasts but aside from that personally I love working with people like Aneta whose values and purpose is so aligned to people and community which is what I've loved honestly you're one of my favorite clients I know I'm saying that on (laughs) record but it's it's the, the truest thing and for me when Anetha told me that she's writing a book and she, she mentioned it so casually she's like oh yeah by the way I'm just I'm, I'm, I'm writing a book I'm like do you know how big that is do you know how much <laughs> work that is like we need to celebrate that she's like yeah I, I guess and I'm like no we need to celebrate that and which is why we're doing this book launch party it's like a like small tribute to the amount of work that Anetha's putting out in the world which will benefit so many people and I have my book right here and what I want to do to start off is read my favorite path from January and I'll be very honest. I'm someone who like skips a lot, like months. I'll go into June sometimes cause that's my favorite month and read something <laughs> from there. But like in the spirit of staying in truth the month of January, I have picked my favorite date from January and I'll take a moment to read it out loud. So it's mm-hmm. from the book for people listening to this I'm reading from the book. So it's January 9th. The quote is every moment is a fresh beginning. And the reason I love that is because earlier on, before we started recording, Kat, Netta, and I were talking about January being the resolutions month, you know, and we're so focused on it being New Year's resolution month, but I love how it talks about every moment can be a fresh beginning. And let me read this passage. How refreshing it is to think about each moment being a new beginning. It's easy to look back on the past or be anxious about the future, but we forget that the only life we have is this moment right now. When we think about the past, it's easy to look back with regrets, to replay moments that we can't change, or to believe that the best times have already happened. But when we worry about the imaginary future that we've created only in our minds, we feel the joy from this moment. The only thing we can impact right now is the very moment. By choosing to be present and aligning our mind, our breath, and our body, we are living more fully. There is freedom in recognizing that we can appreciate the moment we're in, relish it, connect it to the people we're with, pay attention to our surroundings and see it as a fresh beginning. Close your eyes, slow your breath down, drop within. Use all of your senses to take this in very moment and then open your eyes. What did you notice?
0: I can't believe I wrote that. That's crazy. Right? <laughs>
3: Isn't it like so
1: powerful? Like, I don't know. It's like, as I was reading it again and just like going through it, I feel it. Like, I feel your words. I feel it like going through it. And that's where I kind of want to start off, Aneta. You did mention that this was the desk you wrote this book on. I want to hear about your writing process. These words are so powerful. What was it like for you? While we go in and out with Aneta, I would love to hear... What you all thought of the passage I just read. Uh, I'll,
2: I'll yeah, share for a minute.
1: <laughs> As you read it,
2: I at the very end, I did just close my eyes. And it was interesting for me to remember, ah, oh, feels so good to just close your eyes. And one of the giveaways that our host will be back in a moment is breath work. And Aneta's breath work process is amazing. And it's so simple you know these little daily readers i mean look at us all here on on lunch just close Hi your guys. eyes for a moment back to you anetta back to you anetta uh, so you know i wanted to
0: write a book for a long time and i wanted to write a daily meditation because what i've noticed with my clients is that we read a lot of books but it's not always easy to put them into practice and so for me i love the daily meditations and It was October of last year and I said well what would it look like for me to write this and to finish it before my 50th birthday that was my initial desire. And so I just created like a project plan, because my brain works like that, and I was like okay well i'll need to write this many every day and work towards that as the goal, and so from October until. Guess it was probably April. I wrote every single morning from 4:30 until, you know, like 6:30 before I taught every morning. And I didn't allow myself to skip any days. Like it was just one of those, like, this might not be great, it might be good, but I'm gonna write as many as possible. And I had to write as at least five days at a time but some days I wrote like more some days on the weekends I was just in flow. And yes, I- we
1: did. We did. And you, you talked about your October to April writing every day and going yeah. through that process. I love that, that you made it such a, like, you use your skills of like project management and I'm going to get this done. And that's, that's how you've always been with anything, right? You just kind mm-hmm. of set your mind to it and you get it done. Uh, but earlier on, I spoke about community with you, you know, mm-hmm. it's clearly all everyone's here. So I just kind of want to understand like, how important was the role of your community in helping you write this book?
0: Mm. Well, I looked at my clients, first of all, and just said, what do I think would benefit them the most? And so that was really important. And then friends that I've had for the longest time, reaching out to them, talk to them all the time. I think my college friends that are on here, I talked to them about writing for like the last 30 years. I've always talked about writing a book. So they were the folks that's always reminded me like, hey, how's your book coming along? What's going on? I haven't heard you talk about it for a while. So they helped me stay accountable to myself. And then they also, you know, were there to read and for, you know, allowed me to sort of share what I was working on. and. They wrote the testimonials or the reviews. Like they were there just every single step, which is just so important.
1: I love that so much. Again, having those kind of check-ins and also people giving you constant feedback. Super, super important. Yeah. All right, Kat, I'll run it over to you, the <laughs> audience piece.
2: <laughs> okay, audience. Hi, everybody. So for the questions, I just want to piggyback off of picking a favorite and talk a little bit about January. So you can be thinking about if you've already read the whole book, maybe a favorite you have for a different month because each month has a theme. But I had the privilege of reading January, which is my birthday month, before you brought the book out, Annette. So I'm, I'm rather partial to January. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm also one of those people, as I said, my husband and I have been reading this every month morning together. And my favorite so far, and they're all a favorite because each one has something so beautiful Mm -hmm. to share, but I loved January 31st, the very last day of January. (sighs) A bucket list is an invitation to dream bigger. Annette White. Do you have a bucket list of things you want to do, see, experience, and accomplish in life? Bucket lists are a great way to capture your dreams and revisit them often to ensure you progress on them. I've kept one for most of my adult life and love continuously adding new dreams to the list. It's gratifying to plan and take action on items on the list. Mm -hmm. Don't censor yourself when writing the list and only write things you know you can do. Stretch yourself to keep thinking bigger. Over time, some of my most significant life moments have happened because I wrote them down first. I was in college when I wrote about backpacking throughout Europe for a summer. When I wrote that I wanted to go to graduate school, I had two babies at home. I was in school when I wrote that I wanted to be a published author. When I wrote that I wanted to complete a marathon, I wasn't a runner. I was deep in my corporate career when I wrote that I wanted to make a career change and start my own business. I am so grateful that I've kept a list all these years. It has allowed me to live intentionally and fully. My bucket list has made me accountable to myself for my dreams. And then the challenge, I love there's a takeaway at the end of each day and at the start your bucket list and let your dreams flow through the pen onto the page. What surprised you? So what I love about what you did with January and dreams is that So often we're focused on New Year's resolutions in January, but we don't take the time to just think, maybe it's not just weight loss. Maybe it's not just the marathon. Mm -hmm. And also look back and give ourselves credit for different dreams we've had at different times in our lives. You're a gardener, Mm -hmm. the plants, when we plant the seed, it takes some time for it to grow. So I'd like to just offer that as a first question. What was a favorite page or month that anyone would like to share. And again, if you feel called, just pop that hand up and I'll see it. And otherwise I might call on you. (laughs) Hey, Carly, go ahead.
4: please. Hi everyone. I'm Carly. I would say that, that my favorite day, the one that sticks out to me that I think of a lot is the story of Lucy, the goldfish, which is January 25th. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was adorable because I love how Annette always ties back in her personal stories. And she brought in the girls and You know, they had the small goldfish and they gave her a bigger place to live. And as they did, she grew. And I thought that's so smart. And I never thought of it that way. I mean, the same goes for potted plants, you know, and then I I thought, oh, maybe I should change all my plants and see how much they grow. But then how do I tie it back to me? Mm -hmm. And I can't confine myself. And I just thought that was super relevant and a great story. We do miss Lucy. (laughs) Lucy.
0: She's crossed over the rainbow bridge, but she was a great fish. <laughs> <laughs> we miss her dearly. Yeah, this is Aunt Alex on Alex's phone, but thanks for saying that, Carly. I was going to say that would probably be one of my favorite days as well, just because I don't know, it's, it's just like a really great perspective when you do, you can grow when you change your environment. And I think that's something that, you know, all of us can take away from that. So thanks, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, girls. I love
2: your mom, Alex.
0: <laughs> Joe, did you have something too? I saw your hand raised. And Joe sent me, Joe and his wife, Marianne, sent me an edible arrangement yesterday, which was so sweet. And I said, oh my gosh, February 1st, I did talk about doing something nice for someone. And I said they sent me something, which was really sweet.
5: <laughs> well, I I just, I think what well, I know my wife and and my personal favorite was the bucket list as well. That that morning, the both of us, so she does, her, she has her own meditation time and then I do mine. And, and we, we talked afterwards and one of the things that, that's that been on my bucket list is to go to Europe. I've never been. I travel all over the country all the time, but I've never been to Europe and I'm a real architectural fan. So I just can't wait to get over there. And so we, we've been talking about the river cruises over there to go to Italy and so on. So we've now got, we've got a plan this weekend to get a grease board for the, for the goals list. and put it right up on my wall over here so that we can start getting to some of those things that we've been we we have lists every january we we write down on the christmas cards we give each other on the back we write our our top 10 or 20 goals that we want for the next year but we don't kind of stay on top of it so we talked about getting a grease board and put it over here in the on the office here so that every time she walks in my office, we can talk about it. So
0: I love that. I love it. It's like a vision board for your trip.
5: Yeah. Yeah. And we are just so blessed to have this gal in our lives, aren't we? I mean, oh my God, (laughs) what a special spirit in this world. We just just can't thank you enough, and reading your book every day is really, it's a a nice kickstart to the day to say the least. So thank you for for putting it together. I can't imagine what it, what a work of intense every day trying to put that thing together. But God bless you for doing it.
0: Oh, thank you, Joe. You were so yeah. sweet. Thank you. What
5: That's is amazing!
0: I know. What, else, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to actually ask you guys if you reflected back on January and looked at some of the notes that you took, and if you've actually taken action on anything in January. If anyone has anything to celebrate,
4: this is Rhonda. Hi, Rhonda. I love you. I- I've definitely really enjoyed this book and given it to a lot of people. But, you know, I really like January 13th. That ties into your question. I like the dreams of the future better than the history of the past. And that's such a truth for me right now. And this last six weeks since I've been using your book, I'm not even seeing the past. Like I just am seeing the future. It's like Mm -hmm. so clear to me. I love it. I think the practice of reading these every day and letting them talk to you. It's just such a gift. And I don't know who the person was who just spoke, but spot on, what would we do without you in our lives? I mean, this is amazing. Oh my gosh. Love-
2: oh, I thank you, Rhonda, I love you too. So sweet. I'm gonna go on to another question, see if if this one is resonating with anybody and welcome those who are coming back in. So the question as you're reading this book, what resistance or limiting beliefs are already coming up or fears and it could be just generally maybe it's not one from a page maybe just something that you're feeling in life right now and Anetta might be able to point you to a month i don't know if anyone resonates with that question yes joanna go hi i'll hop
6: in hi everyone I'm so, so excited to be here today with all of you. And I'm so excited that, that you did this and that you pulled the plug and you just decided to go forward with it because you can already see from this group, how impactful the book is, and this is just the beginning of it. So I think for me, and I, I have to admit, I got your book and then I gave it away to somebody, <laughs> And then I had to go back to the PDF of January that you sent, and then I had to order the book again. So, (laughs) but for me, you know, I'm thinking about January 14th, I was looking at it this morning again, and there was a quote there, and you're writing that this year be structured enough for success and achievement and flexible enough for creativity and fun. And that really hit me like a ton of bricks and resonated with me because I think that one of the things that the fear that pops up sometimes is that if I'm not vigilant, mm-hmm. if I'm not vigilant enough, I have so many different sticks in the fire. I have so such big dreams and things that I want to do. And if I'm not vigilant enough, then it's it's just not going to happen because I'm the motor that drives it all, right? That's, that's what goes on in my mind. But in those moments, I forget that I'm not, actually not the motor that drives it all, right? There's there's actually something much bigger than me that's Mm -hmm. holding me in a a loving space, right? And that when I open myself up and I remember that, oh yeah, I can play with this. Mm -hmm. This is is actually everything that I'm choosing to do is about my ability to step forward and open myself up to the play of it. Mm -hmm. It is all a creative process. This can all be fun, right? And within that, yeah, of course, you know, the part of our mind that wants to structure things, the part of our mind that wants to be in control of the process and plan and know what to expect, there is an equal there is an equal part to creation and manifestation and to bringing things forward, and that is to enjoy the process and play with it and have fun with it, and and open yourself up to. The unexpected things that want to happen as well, right? Because that's a part of the creative process. So if we never give ourselves that space, that's unstructured, uh, then we don't allow for those beautiful, beautiful insights and those downloads that want to come to drop through. So it was just a good reminder for me that when those fears come up, to just remember that I can play with it. This is all. This is all fun, right? So thank you for that. I love that Joanna. I always, I like to
0: say, leave a little room for magic, right? That's sort of my theme for the year is do what you can work hard, do all the stuff, but leave a little room for magic for the muse for creativity, for, you know, all that energy, because it definitely makes it less stressful and more fun. Yeah.
2: Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. So this next question, I'm actually gonna help you all out because hopefully everyone has their book in hand, but in case you don't have a hard copy right now, I'm just going to read each month what the theme was. And if there's one that you want to speak on that you're maybe excited about what's coming and you do have the book, you could skip ahead to it and talk about why. I love that we are actually in three parts here. Right. And that this first part is about planting those seeds, right? Mm -hmm. Guess what? We're not supposed to do our whole bucket list in 2023. Thank goodness. (laughs) So January is about new beginnings, begin to dream again and plant new seeds. And then February is about self-love and service and by the way, is Joe still on here? That was such a beautiful connection, you two, mm-hmm. that you were of service to Annette on this. I mean, wow, that's just so beautiful. Be an agent of love, kindness, and compassion to yourself and others. So that's the month we're in. Mm-hmm. And then next month, March, courage, expand beyond your comfort zone. Let's mm-hmm. just start with this first season. Anybody feeling drawn to any of those or really excited about the month we're in or the month ahead?
7: Yeah, I can go. Okay. So I, I didn't do a, the raise hand thing. First of all, super proud of my my godmother, Nasha, for writing this book and kind of going with courage in the month of March. I wanted to bring up January 10th prompt and it was with like making a list of fears and your limiting beliefs and so i actually went to nasha when i was a junior in high school and we did an exercise together where i wrote out all my fears and then i wrote out what if it happened the other way like all the good things happen and back then i was really limiting myself and i remember one of them was i was afraid to like post a video of myself on social media And flash forward four years later, like I'm hosting a podcast and I post videos almost every day. So I think working with her allowed me to examine my fears and like have the courage to step up and like give my gift to the world. So I appreciate you, Nasha. Super proud of you. Oh,
0: I love you, Gabe. Nasha means godmother in Romanian. And Gabe, you guys should all check out his podcast, The Bridge, that he hosts mostly by himself, sometimes with his brother, Sam. They're both on my podcast as well. But Gabe has written a book. He's writing poetry. He's like, and you're 20 years old, right? So um, it's amazing. So follow Gabe and The Bridge podcast. (laughs) Yeah. And you overcame those fears, or you stood firmly, stared them in the face, and continued to walk through those fears yeah. anyway. Yeah, amazing. Lisa, Michelle, and Anne and I went to college together. So we've been thick as thieves since we were 18, which is awesome. So excited to have you guys here. Is there anything that you guys like, any day that really stood out for you in January? Or as Kat said, anything you're looking forward to?
4: Just through the conversation, like the the planting new seeds is resonating. So I've started to plant those seeds a little bit. My brother is actually working on a book. He's going to publish a book. So I'm serving as the editor role and going to kind of help him figure out how to actually get it published out into the world. So that's kind of my, my
0: way of planting my new seeds for something. I love it. I love that.
4: Yeah. And I, I'm a little behind too on my days, but... I did read the one
1: about decluttering,
4: which mm-hmm.
1: I'm thinking about a lot. So I need to go through that and and do that soon and get rid of things that don't bring me joy and just, yeah, that's a big thing. So to read that just made it clear again what I need to do. So thank you.
0: You're welcome.
2: I love, I just, I marked this one, which I think I told you last week because I, you had one on January 6th, which you and I've talked a lot about with me before as putting everything into like little bite-sized steps and I don't have to do everything all at once. And so I, I, I won't read the whole thing, but that one I think about all the time because there's something I want to do. I get very overwhelmed. And so this one I go back to a lot. So thank you. We're so proud of you.
1: I've been like hearing a lot of people like Rhonda, Joe, Johanna, especially, you know, they talk about the impact you've had. Gabriel also just spoke about how you've really helped him transform form um, you know, something he was fearful of and now he's kind of just doing it on a regular. So, you know, you're impacting so many lives already, Anatha. Mm-hmm. And I know that you had like hopes when you were writing this book. So just want to like hear for everybody like, what were some of the hopes you had from the book? And do you think you're getting that right now?
4: Mm.
0: Yeah. I, you know, I, I would say dream big. Right. And so when I was writing this book, I just had visions. I, I visualized a lot and I had visions of people having this on their nightstand, right? I would think where where, do, where are people gonna have it where they can access it and they'll pick it up in the morning or at night. So I was like, maybe it's on their nightstand or maybe it's on the kitchen counter with their first cup of coffee in the morning and they do it with their partner or they're reading it by themselves or maybe they wanna go back to it before they go to sleep and then they're able to journal on it. And so I just had visions of people doing it and then talking about it with others and having people to say this is what i'm doing this is what i'm writing what do you think promoting discussion and really promoting change and my hope was that people read it they go through the book and at the end of the year they look back and that they're really proud of themselves like they say i showed up for myself every day i took small imperfect daily action and over the course of the day the year It compounded and I'm a different person, like because we are changing constantly, right? And so I hope that this book helps people to some at least small degree. They say, Wow, you know what? I look back at January, I I was more reflective, or I spent more time thinking about things, or I talked to, you know, my wife about going to Greece or, you know, whatever it is. And people start really starting to live the width of their life. I mean, that's that's why I wrote it.
2: Welcome, Leslie. Yeah, we were just going through the book and some questions for people who have read the book and also just the the outline of the book and questions for Anetta, who wrote this amazing book that is changing and impacting so many lives. Yesterday, I was at the gym with a friend doing yoga and she was talking to me about needing a business coach and breath work. And she was like, that gal, Annette, who wrote the book, who you, you, she's amazing.
7: Would she be yeah. the
2: one? You know? And just the, the ripple effect. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
7: I was just on the phone with some peers in California who are doing the book together, a couple, and enjoying it, making a difference. Joe's yeah.
0: on. Leslie, Joe's yes. here. Yeah. <laughs> there he <Here> is. Go.
2: <laughs> Small world uh, in the Zoom room today. Mm-hmm.
0: I just want to comment on what Anita said earlier about wondering where people are putting the book. This is my morning routine. I keep it on my desk right next to me. I wait until I usually check emails really early. Then I go get my tea. I come upstairs to my office. As soon as I have my tea, then I sit down with your book. I will only read the day
4: that it is. And if I missed a day because I was running around. I'll read that I will never go forward because I'm a rule follower, but it is definitely my morning routine
0: and I love it for that and I mark the little ones that I want to go back to and it's fantastic.
4: Oh I love you and it
0: Oh, I love you too Sue thank you. That makes me so happy right Sue, can
8: I can I just jump in there too because I was thinking when you were talking about that Anetta that I have my comfy morning chair and we should all send you pictures of where we read your book. (laughs) Now I'm curious on where everybody sits. And I also wanted to double back on your book and the importance of kind of journaling in order that you can see your growth in the end. So it is kind of fun to go back and look. And I already do see things. I mean, just writing it down keeps you accountable. So it's, it's really great. And I do love that you did it.
0: Yay, thank you. And you were one of my people who held me accountable constantly. You're like, you have to talk about your book. What are you doing? What are you waiting for? What's going on? Now, when's your next one? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Keep it going. Hi, Marie. hi, Anetta. Hi, Maria. Hi, Peter. <laughs> I just wanted to echo some things and and add my uh, my own two cents. I was talking to somebody about you just two days ago. Mm-hmm. I said, Oh, Anetta, I was doing all this work with her, and she's so wonderful. And she asked the question, Is she wonderful? Because you just like her and she's a nice person or is she wonderful because she really helped you? And I said, well, it's both of those things. <laughs> and the beauty of it is that you get to come every day into our house, right? And give us this wonderful advice that we always need every day, that like soulful reminder of who we are and what we could be. So thank you for writing. Oh, thank you, Maria. I really appreciate it. Hi. Joining. You guys are Hi. making Flush, no worries, no worries. We're kind of talking Kelly about just the book and if you have a favorite passage and also just how people are reading it, if they've read ahead or if they're just sticking to the one day, depending on whether you're a rule follower or not, as Sue said, (laughs) but I put in there actually at Maruk said, you know, make sure you put in the intro that people can read this the way they want to read it. Like some people want to skip ahead and, you know, it's nice to just kind of open it up one day and go. Oh, August 21st. What does it have to say for me? So I know Trina, you read ahead, I think when you
3: did. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Well, I went right to June because of course that's my birthday and June is the best month that there is, but, (laughs) but no, I here, I, it is by my bedside and I did read the entire book and I love it. And you know that I love you too. I have loved you for years and I will love you this lifetime and the next. I, what I'm really loving for me is the intentionality that it's created, not just in conquering fears or holding anxieties at bay, sort of, you know, stilling those voices in your head that say, I can't, I shouldn't, I won't, but it's really created this idea of living the width of your life, an intentionality in decisions large and small during the day, how to spend your time, how to lift someone next to you who might be, you know, sort of drowning in the swim lane next to you, how to how to really, be present and be fulsome in what you're doing. And that's that intentionality, I think is so important in the, the this idea that contribution matters more than career or wealth or status, that it's really, what are you contributing in this world? Are you a, a plus sign to the world? And and I think that the book on every page, whether it's about abundance or gratitude or being present or being intentional, is about that. It's about making a contribution. You know, you're here for a reason. You're here to do the right things, the right way. And that's what this book reminds me of every day. And I I love that you wrote it. I love that every page sounds like you to me. Like I invited you into my bedroom, God help you in the morning (laughs) to sort of whisper in my ear and get me launched in the right way. And I just, I just love how it's making me think differently about my work day and my home time and how I maximize those opportunities to do the right things, spend time in the right way. And set my mind in the right direction. So thank you for that.
0: Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. For those that don't know Trina, Trina has been a mentor of mine. I worked with her for her for many years in the corporate world, and we are friends. And I want to show you something that she got for me when I told her that I was leaving. And it's this beautiful if you could see it. It says another opens. It's like a door. And it's about the closed door. And then it says another opens and I keep it right here, right behind me. And I look at it all the time, which I love.
1: So thank you. <laughs> love that. Um, and Yeah, I think it's Maria or Maria. Let me know what, how do you pronounce that? She kind of asked you a question. She said, what's your favorite day?
0: Oh, you know, I was looking through and there's one quote that still gets me every time. It's not my quote, but... It's, it's from a book that I, that I read called Chase the Lion, and it's on January 24th, and the quote by Mark Batterson is, God doesn't call the qualified, he qualifies the called. And that, for me, just always comes back and is a reminder that when you feel like you can't do something, or you don't have the credentials, or you don't have the experience, or you don't have the connections or anything... If you were called, if you feel in your heart that you are supposed to do something, if it's a dream that will not leave you alone, you will be given everything that you need in the moment to do what you need to do. You might not have it all figured out, but you'll be given today, like your your path will be lit enough for you for today. And that's where we need to get comfortable is saying for today, I can take this step and tomorrow I'll be given more. And I'll be given more and just keep going on. And by the grace of God, four years later, that's how I've built this business. And every day, I just think, my goodness, I had no idea how I was going to do what I wanted to do, but being able to, to serve people and to love people and to heal and help is what I've always wanted to do. And every day it's, you know, you're just given a little bit more. So anyway, I think that's probably one of my favorite quotes in January, just because I return to it as a reminder for myself all the time.
2: So. I love that, Anetta. That happens to be my birthday by the way. <laughs> very special so, auspicious day, Carey. And every year I actually wrote a few notes about what you just said. If it's a dream that won't leave you alone, if it's a the path will be lit just enough for you, right? Mm-hmm. And I wanted to echo, I know, I remember which gal shared January 6th, but just that first quote on there, do not wait until the conditions are perfect to begin, beginning makes the conditions perfect mm-hmm. by Alan Cohen. There, there is so much gold in here. I mean, thank goodness we get to live the width of our life with you all year long <laughs> in print and also on your podcast. I mean, I'm just like totally blown away. Joe, yeah.
5: Hi. I just remembered one thing. One of the, uh, the things that I do from time to time is I, you know, it was a it was a, a statement in, in your book that talked about how you know you pay for somebody's coffee and it just you can just tell it like lights up their day, and I, I do that at McDonald's all the time. Not all the time, but every every once in a great while when I think about it because I don't always think about it, and just always just driving away as fast as I can, but having people chase me and honking and saying, oh, I just wanted to say thanks so much. The whole spirit of that and being a plus one and making people's day, it just really rang true when I read your little statement about that. It makes such a difference to us just to make somebody's day, just put a little sunshine on somebody's day. It was just a nice reminder how important that is to to shed the light, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I just thought I'd add that.
0: Thank you, Joe. Yeah, I think and Cammy knows this, but I've always had this expression called lanterns of light, like it just always stays with me and maybe it'll be a next book or something. But I was just thinking like if every single one of us, right, chose to do something to be a ray of sunshine for someone to be a plus, like Trina said, every day, we would crowd all the darkness out, all of it, right? Like it just, we would light this world up. And so I hope that You know, maybe by reading this, we just say, hey, what can I do today? And how do I do that? could be just a smile at someone in a store or just picking up the phone or sending a text or calling our mom, you know, (laughs) if you can and all those things. So, yeah.
2: So speaking of moms and just a a little idea to plant since we're in planting seeds, (laughs) (laughs) when you buy this book, why not buy two? Annette did not ask me to do this, by the way, but... (laughs) I was part of your launch and knew and put the podcast out the first week of January, how amazing this book was going to be and talked about it on my podcast, Horses, Mountains and Dogs. And I bought two copies and I was I was traveling at the time, visiting my mom in Santa Fe, New Mexico. And I should have bought three copies so I could give one to my sister too, but I was able to give her one and then have one for myself. She drove up to meet me in Taos because it just how the the shipping works but think about sharing it with someone you know Mm -hmm. I know there are a bunch of couples on here and my husband and I are loving doing this together and look we have this whole tribe that's growing that could I don't know come together every month or at the end of the year (laughs) but maybe as a gift not just for yourself when you buy it buy it for somebody else too you know oh thanks Kat Yeah, Daryl and I are doing
0: it every morning too, which is really fun. He's like, okay, what are we reading today? I also wanna do a little shout out to Prem. So Prem is on this call and Prem and I have known each other since I went through yoga teacher training. And Prem would call me so often and he'd say, listen, I'm getting a divine download and like, you need to write your book. And so, <laughs> and when Prem tells me that I was like, oh my gosh, I really need to do this. So he and his constant sort of checking in and encouragement also. And he wrote the beautiful forward in the book. If you guys read it, it was just made me cry, but he was another person who sort of said, you can do this. You have something within you share it, just t- take action, just start right now. So. And Prem's written two beautiful books. So I want to thank you, Prem, for doing that for me. I really appreciate it.
9: You're most welcome. I just want to add, I mean, I have not read the whole book. So I feel a little bit not quite connected with every idea but I've looked at it enough and I read enough pages that I actually started to buy it for my friends. So that's good Mm -hmm. news. And the other thing, I mean, the book is really very much like you. It's like your baby in a sense. It's like everything that I think of you, I feel like you're a person who really deeply observes life. And the book, every page has a beautiful mix of some wisdom as well as emotion and it's got some hope and and it's got some little story connected to it and it's so skillfully and in a subtle way woven together that I can only think of it as you call it a divine download (laughs) I would say you know traditional language would say intuited really beautifully and um, I just think you know you live your words you live by your words you, you walk your talk and I I cannot not think that this book is going to be a a perfect success for everybody. And I will read every page, I promise. I have have read some of the pages. In fact, today I said, "Okay, let me see February 2nd. And it's really beautiful because I'm the one that also believes in, um, you know, that you can make an impact on your world, on this world, only by making an impact in your own life making small steps, as you said, however imperfect. But it's wonderful that you're there for people to support them in making this perhaps, you know, imperfect steps, because this is where people often give up and they think, oh, what can I do? I'm so busy. I'm like this, I'm like that. And you have this beautiful skill to kind of clear the clatter in people's minds and their lives and, and set them in the right direction. So I'm actually honored that i am one of the people who have been a part of this process of helping you just get it out you know thank Thank you so much thank you everyone i love your impressions
0: (laughs) thank you Pram. it's alex when's your next book coming mom oh honey (laughs) i've been thinking about it i do miss not writing and like anything i think i put in here once you do it once you can It's not doesn't seem so overwhelming. That's a good question. I think I'll take
9: care of it. So
8: I'm just curious. Do you read your own book daily? And are you journaling as you go? And is anything new coming up as you do that?
0: Yes, I'm doing I do it every day. I journal each day and I'm still surprised because even though like I wrote it and I wrote it last year, I don't remember obviously every 365 days and i'll still read something and i'll underline it and Durrell, he laughs he's like you wrote it and i go i know but i'm like i still underline stuff and then you know like journal about it so i i think like anything it's just we get inspired right and and i hope that people come back to it over and over again like the ones that i have other daily meditations i've had for years and i keep going back to them and still find something new in it so Maybe that sounds weird, but I am,
7: yeah.
9: No, I I don't think it's actually weird in a way that that any creative work takes place is by, I mean, this common usage of the word download. It's really making your connection with your mind, with a particular realm of thoughts and vibration that already exist in, not just in this world, but above. And so when you actually take that down and write it, you often feel well only obviously it, it did filter through me it came through me but there's some influence there that I when you go back in you know and you think oh how could I even possibly write this you realize that there was some help that came at that time and so therefore there will be always some unknown undiscovered moment or page in the book or sentence and it will ring so strongly and it will, you 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 could even imagine there was somebody else writing it you would be equally excited <laughs> so that's my explanation of it
0: yeah i love that i love that from i am so grateful for you i'm grateful i know some people had to drop i'm so grateful for each of you that you would choose to spend time with me that you're here for all of your support all of your kind words for reading the books i mean it is just it's been such a dream for so long, and it's still—it's very overwhelming. I am just so thankful. So thank
2: you all. Thank you, thank Annette. You. I have—I have one final question for you, if it's okay. Yeah. And this is dovetailing off your daughter Alex because she knows maybe your book—your book wants a sibling, <laughs> but also <laughs> just planting that seed. I know, yeah. Yeah. but also. Maybe your book wants some cousins or distant relatives and the number of people in my sphere and maybe it's, you know, where we travel and play who have either written a book or want to write a book. Have you thought about now that you've actually written a book, turning around and helping the next guy do what you did and sharing that service?
0: Yes, I am happy to share. And I've shared with some folks already. It's like when you learn something, you, you know how to apply it and you can share it. So if anyone is interested in self-publishing, I'm here for you. I can share everything that I did. what Is work. that another
2: giveaway? <laughs>
0: yes, yes, of course. That could be the coaching session. And who knows, maybe there's a book that in which I interview each of you who does the book every day and we see how your life is different at the end of it. How cool would that be? A chapter on each of you.
2: Very cool. This <laughs> book is amazing. Thank you so It'll much. The podcast, too. Just saying. Thank you, everyone. It's been a great Watch lunch you. hour. Bye. Thank you so
9: much. Thank you. What a gift. Bye.
0: If you enjoyed this episode and want a personalized guide to making 2023 the best year ever, then you are in luck. I've just released a best selling book, Live the Width of Your Life 365 Daily Meditations on Living with Passion, Purpose, and Peace. Each daily meditation provides you with a journal prompt or challenge so you can begin taking daily imperfect action towards the life of your dreams. You can get your copy today on Amazon. The link is in the show notes, and I'll see you next time.